Blog Talk Radio. We assembled here today are issuing a new decree to be heard in every city, in every foreign capital, and in every hall of power. From this day forward, a new vision will govern our land. From this day forward, it's going to be only America first. America first. Every decision on trade, on taxes, on immigration, on foreign affairs will be made to benefit American workers and American families. We must protect our borders from the ravages of other countries making our products, stealing our companies, and destroying our jobs. Protection will lead to great prosperity and strength. I will fight for you with every breath in my body, and I will never, ever let you down. Everywhere I went, 
I saw more and more Merry Christmas greetings. And you know who it who to thank for all this is Trump. Because I remember when Obama was in office and the Christmases, you know, there was a lot of happy holidays. There was very seldom uh, Merry Christmases, especially from businesses and establishments. But all these different businesses and establishments t- today, um, you know, throughout the, you know, this Christmas and, and la- yeah, last Christmas, and Trump's been in there. Well, well Trump, was, Trump wasn't in there last Christmas, but this Christmas, I'm seeing so many. I was seeing so many Merry Christmases, so many, gr- so many greetings, very little Happy Holidays. Um, and what a great feeling, you know, because um, our country, the majority of the religion here is Christian. You know, and, you know, I was so angry and so frustrated when Obama was in office, you know, with all the happy holiday stuff. And Obama had very little respect, if any, very little respect, if any, for Christians. And it it really was making me sick, you know, the fact that he wasn't acknowledging the Merry Christmas, like, and acknowledging because I'm a Christian myself, and, and he wasn't recognizing our, our tr- traditional values, Obama. And Obama, you know, as we all, as we know as conservatives and many other know, you know, Obama divided this country like no other. I mean, it's unbelievable. And Christmas, the, you know, the holiday Christmas is just one example. And our traditional values are just one example. Um, but, <laughs> but, yeah, us as a nation are – Having that back with Trump in office, the Merry Christmas, is it's, it's an unbelievable feeling. It's the best feeling. You know, it's, it's the right feeling, too. Because when you have a nation that is by far majority Christian, and we all know, you know, you need to uh, acknowledge that and respect that properly. And, um, you know, and I, I also saw, you know... Um, you know, there were people from other cultures, like Muslims, putting up Christmas trees and acknowledging our Christmas and, you know, showing us the respect we deserve. And other, um, you know, ethnicities that don't necessarily celebrate Christmas were, you know, coming together uh, and just unity. It was so – it's so beautiful. It really is. And Trump has this huge effect on this entire you know, country and world. I mean, we're seeing great things around the world. We're seeing great things in our country. I, I you know, with Trump is a miracle man. I mean, everything he's doing is absolutely unbelievable. No president can do what he has been doing and what he has been achieving, what he has been accomplishing, what he has been succeeding at. Every day in office, it's a new accomplishment, a new task complete, a new deal closed. He's amazing. He's a miracle worker. He is absolutely a machine. It's an amazing feeling. It absolutely is. It, you can't even describe it. Uh, I get to wake up every day and have Donald Trump as my president. And, you know, I'm sure you all feel the same way. But going back to this, you know, the Christmas, um, the Merry Christmas and, and, you know, people around the country acknowledging that more, uh, you know, since Trump's been in and, uh, you know, all of that. I mean, that's just – that's the way, you know, it always should be. And like I said before, unfortunately, when Obama was in for eight years, we didn't, we didn't, you know, the, the Merry Christmas was people were getting offended by it, and Obama wasn't, you know, mentioning it nearly enough, if ever. 
And, you know, Obama played the whole happy holiday shit. And us Christians, we felt so insulted by that and so disgusted. You know, it was absolutely atrocious, you know, that, uh, you know, some of the some of the abuse Christians have had to go through, um, you know, with with verbal and ridicule, ridiculing. I mean, it's unbelievable. Um, but, yeah, it's a great feeling, and I'm sure all of you listening, um, you know, know, know exactly what I'm talking about. I mean, you know, especially, I didn't even mention this, I'd say more Merry Christmas signs this year, which is Trump's first Christmas in office, than I've ever seen, you know, all over the country. You know, I do frequent traveling and stuff like that. Um, and it's absolutely, it's a, it's a beautiful thing to watch. And, and it's, it's so cool. Um, but I want I really want to talk about something that's been bothering me. The Democrats, and totally switching topics, um, the Democrats keep filling people's ideas, heads that, you know, this new tax plan is for the rich. It's, um, you know, it's only going to benefit the wealthy. It's all, it's not going to help the middle class. You know, it's going to, people, there some Democrats have even said people are going to die. They've even gotten that dramatic and that ridiculous and that delusional. Um, but nothing could be further from the truth. We all know the Democratic playbook. They've been doing this for years. You know, uh, when a Republican, a successful Republican, passes, passes a tax cut, or you know, um, you know, they put that whole fear uh, in the in the you know in the voters' eyes, you know, in the American people's eyes. The Democrats do. We saw they did it with Reagan uh, 20 years ago. You know, when he created the ta- tax cuts that created 20 years of prosperity. Reagan made tax made tax cuts that created 20 years of prosperity. Democrats never gave him credit, you know, or the same response. And no, they're giving. They never gave him credit, and are giving him the same response that they would give to that they are giving to Trump. It's absolutely atrocious, you know that, you know the left how corrupt they are that they can't even be honest. We all know they have agenda an agenda. We all know that you know if it doesn't match, you know what they, what they want and what their their lobbyists and the people that control them, people that throw them money, all that dirty money. It, it's it's not about. For the Democrats, it's not about helping the American people. It's about brainwashing their sheep supporters. It's about keep filling their heads with lies. It's about, you know, saying all these fictional things that Trump's a racist, Trump's a bigot, Trump's only out for himself, Trump's working for Russia, Trump's making billions off being the president. I mean, some of the stuff they say is I can't fathom or comprehend how some of the their the Democratic supporters still believe the gibberish that comes out of their party's mouth. I mean, people. If you haven't woken up by now, if you're still watching CNN, if you're still watching MSNBC, if you're still watching or reading all these liberal media outlets, you are so out of touch with reality. You don't have a fucking clue. You are seriously it's it's no it's no different than reading the National Enquirer, CNN or MSNBC, or reading a you know one of those rag mag star magazines. And 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 think about it. And I I was thinking about this myself. 
you know, if we really – and I've, I've looked at these numbers. 97% of the mainstream media is owned by the Democrats from Washington, from Hollywood. You know, CNN, their hosts are all to say it's scripted. They're told – I mean, all this Trump bashing from them, all this brainwashing, all this idiocy – I can't believe people still watch it and think that you can take Don Lemon or Jake Tapper or uh, Anderson Cooper seriously. I mean, come on. Are we serious, people? Unbelievable. And you know what a good thing is? I just saw the ratings in TV, and Fox News uh, was the most watched in 2017. So that's big league. That's big deal. That's huge. And here's the thing about that. That goes to show that more people are waking up to the reality of fake news. I mean, it's obviously a pro. It's a it's a process. Not you know, it's not going to happen overnight. But since Trump's came in, people, especially on the left, like voters on the left, certain voters have seen their own party, you know, tell false lies about Trump and spread fake news, and that's leaned some people more towards Trump. And actually certain people have, on the left that voted, you know, Democrat, have actually seen some of the positives that Trump's doing for the country and all of us. It's the truth. I mean, Trump, the, the Democrats can't be taken, you know, everything they say or do, as obstruction. They're not out for the American people's best interest. They'll brainwash you. They'll give you free stuff. You know, they'll, they'll enable you to, um, they'll enable you to, to be lazy and, you know, they'll take advantage of your vote. You know, they'll, it's so, honestly, you know, I, I've said it so many times, but, People are still listening to the to CNN, but at the same time, CNN is Hollywoodish. And look how many people idolize all these Hollywood um, characters. I mean, you know, look at all these people in show business. I mean, they're idolized. They're, um, you know, people want to be like you know people want to be like them. And when when they see these celebrities and these athletes getting news from CNN and spreading all this liberal propaganda, they you know these fans sometimes go toward you know I mean there's so many different ways um, and things that and, and things that people can get drawn in to, um, you know, the fake news, like, like the tax cuts, like I'm talking about. You know, I'm sick of people saying this is only going to benefit the rich. You know, this is going to kill the middle class. This is nothing for the poor. Uh, like I said, nothing could be further from the truth. This is going to skyrocket the economy. This is going to create millions of jobs. This is going to have, I mean, opening here for the first time in our country, and they're Britain, as well as they're bringing all their uh, businesses and manufacturing back to the United States. And think about with this tax cut, Trump's dropping the corporate tax rate from 35% to 21%. People, the corporate tax rate was at 35% under Obama. 
Trump's bringing it down to 21%. Do you realize why companies and businesses were leaving this country and doing their manufacturing and stuff elsewhere? Because the high corporate tax rates. And do you, do you wonder why co- businesses and corporations were hiring more foreigners? Because American workers were too expensive and because of the high corporate tax rate. But here's the thing. With a 21% corporate tax rate, we've already seen um, within a few days of last, last week, like a day after uh, Trump passed the tax plan, companies such as Comcast, TNT, and Wells Fargo were giving out $1,000 bonuses to hundreds of thousands of employees. Unbelievable. The stock market is at an all-time high. You know, all these corporations and businesses are making recent announcements that they're, you know, investing in our country. We got all these different foreign entities that are coming that want to invest here because of our our new tax cut. You know, we have all these uh, brand-new employees that have already been hired at these corporations under this tax cut. What, What does this tax cut, you know, entail? represent and actually come down to you know i can tell you very very pinpoint very easily for you people to pinpoint it new plants you know more advertising more researching more inventions i mean all all this comes into play more hiring like i said you know extra money more manufacturing um you know all all these businesses that are going to be tax load i mean that gives him so much inclination to hire all these, uh, you know, different people and bring more people aboard. And what does that do? That creates a booming economy. I mean, if you look at the unemployment, it's, it's the lowest it's been in, um, what did I read? I, I, it was like almost 20 years. Absolutely amazing. I mean, we are, you know, doing stuff. Trump is doing stuff that no president or nobody can do. I mean, it's un, unbelievable. It really is. And welfare is at a 17-year low. Wow. And we have the black unemployment at nearly a 20-year low. So, no, that's what I meant to say. The black unemployment was at a 20-year low. The unemployment in general is, is at its lowest since the 60s. So Trump in one year, look what he's done. Look what he's done. I mean, the tax cuts, the unemployment being low, I mean, all of this. And you know what? Black home ownership is at an all-time high. Black home ownership. Think about that. Barack Obama didn't even help his own community. Didn't even – Barack Obama didn't even do anything for the black community. But look, look, look now. Trump in his first year has done more for the blacks than I, probably any president in history. What president do you know that achieved the accomplishment of uh, having black housing ownership at an all-time high? That's unbelievable. It really is. And we're, I mean, all of these things add up to it's, – it's absolutely is. And, I mean, you can, you know – the Democrats, the only reason they're ragging on this and telling their sheep that it's such a terrible thing is because, you know, you know, their base, you know, they, they tell their base what they want to hear, you know, and they want to, you know, the Democrats want to be in control. Tax cuts doesn't match their agenda. 
we know how de- Democrats feel. They want to tax people really high. Democrats, feel, you know, a lot of them, not Democrats, steal, steal money. I mean, you know, a lot of Democrats are making all these different deals behind closed doors. And, you know, uh, they're obstructionists. Not one Democrat voted for lowering your taxes. All Democrats voted against it. Think about that for a second, people. You have every single Democrat that does not want to help the middle, middle class. Because if you really look at the tax bill, if you look at the tax plan, I read it. I read it. It's, uh, it's really good. You know, yes, there's a few flaws, but it's, I'd give it a 90%. I really would. And, and here's the thing about this new tax bill. I mean, it, it, it benefits the middle class more than it benefits the rich. It really does. You know, there's wealthy people I've been talking to and, and different people I've been in contact with that said they're going to, you know, be affected because of this. And they're very wealthy. You know, they're in the – they're very wealthy, like very, very, very wealthy. And they're going to have to be paying more taxes. And this is true. The middle class is getting the biggest break since Reagan. It is – and you know what? God bless President Donald Trump. He is America's savior. No, he's, he's done more in a year than any president in history. He loves his country. He loves the American people. And, sh- and you know what? Shame on anyone, you know, that, that, go, that goes after him or criticizes him or, you know, it tries to spread false fabrications. I mean, we all know that's what the media does. Um, you know, they want to sabotage, you know, they want to sabotage what, you know, a great thing that Trump did. They don't want to talk about it to the, to the American people. They, you know, these people, you know, the voters elect these Democrats, and these Democrats, these senators, Congress, whatever, whoever, whoever it may be, you know, especially they take the minority vote for granted. They've been doing it for years. You know, they play the race card perfectly, and, you know, they, they take people's votes, and then they say, see, in four years, and very little gets done ever on the Democratic Party. You can't name anything, um, you know, uh, in a financial aspect where they've ever succeeded. Democrats are for welfare. They're for socialism. They're for communism. They're for being in control. If you are a Democrat, you are not a true American. You really aren't. You You don't stand for American values. Because if you really know what... You know, leftists, leftists stand for, Democrats stand for, you know, it, it's Satanism in so many aspects. And, you know, and, that, and that's, that's the thing, you know, um, you know, this tax plan, going back to this tax plan, the fir- you know, the first $12,000 is tax-free for a single individual. For a married couple, 24, 000, the first 24000 you make, tax-free. And you can, you can deduct. I mean, there's so many, there's so many different things here. Um, uh, you, you can looking for my notes. I had a note right here. Um, yeah, you can d- deduct ten thousand in local property and state and local income taxes. Um, you can you can d- deduct the first seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars on a new on a new mortgage from a million when Obama was in office. That's huge. 
this is huge. That's a, such a significant, um, you know, decrease in in so many ways. That's going to be a big deal. Um, and all and all all these different things that are coming out. And the Hispanic unemployment rate it's at an all time low. So when when people want to say you know Democrats, I mean you know Democrats or whoever it may be, Donald Trump doesn't like Mexicans. He's got the Hispanic unemployment rate at an all-time low. I mean, this guy is unbelievable. This guy is amazing. I mean, think about this, people. It is something else, I will tell you. And and all these, you know, different um, media outlets that have been, you know, spewing, you know, all the uh, gibberish that – you know, all the all these Republicans are, you know, past this that you know it's only gonna benefit themselves and you know, they're filling their own pockets. No, not at all. I mean you you think about how you read the plan, the middle the middle class is going to prevail so much. You know, I said this will be like Reagan's, this could be bigger than Reagan's for the middle class. I kid you not. Oh, and here here's some other great news. Now check this out. Trump's first Christmas, this this Christmas, past Christmas, the the biggest um, shopping shopping day for retailers in history, for gross income, unbelievable. And like sh- shoppers are spending at a pace not seen since the Great Recession. I mean, this is this is all true. Cyber Monday had its biggest shopping day in history. I mean. Look at all of this. Bitcoin, you know, I mean, we see, we see just one example, another example, Bitcoin. You know, it's, um, it's, it's up at 19000 right now. Just a few years ago, it was only a few dollars. Think about that. I mean, think about all these little things that help, um, you know, our economy. You know, our, uh, it, all, it all adds up. I mean, you know, that's for sure. There's no doubt about it. And with this new tax plan, what what it means, you know, when, when Democrats say, you know, this helps this helps the rich, you know, I want to I want to go into a point on that. So what if it does? If it helps rich corporations, that means more employees. That means more. That means paying more people. That means more families get fed. That means more more people can you know buy into the economy. That means more people can actually, uh, you know, have, have, a, have a life, have, you know, contribute to society more, you know, have, have more opportunities, have, have more, you know, careers, have higher pay, you know, have all these different things that are bonuses that, you know, haven't been seen in years. I, I am so excited about this. And the fact that, you know, some presidents, can never get tax reform done. Trump got it done within a year of being in office. Within one year of being in office, Donald J. Trump, less than a year, he passed tax reform. He has, I mean, he has construction going on the wall in Mexico. He's following through with his promise, uh, putting a one trillion infrastructure proposal uh, together. For, for all our highways and our bridges. I didn't see Obama dealing with any of that or caring. 
We're seeing Trump, you know, like the stock market at an all-time high. 401Ks, the highest they've ever been. Insure, Obamacare, now repealed, the individual mandate. People can, you know, have affordable health insurance again and better health insurance again. All this different, I mean, it's, a, it's like a whole novel of accomplishments. It goes on and on. I mean, we've seen, you know, all these deals that, you know, Comcast made a huge deal with, the, with, with hiring in factories and, and doing their, their, their business in the U.S. AT&T has done a huge deal. Comcast has done it. I mean, it's all these different people that has made a big deal. You know, it's, 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 it really is the best feeling. And if you really think about all of this, the more spending, you know, with consumers, the more, the more, you know, corporations get, you know, easier tax, easier taxes and, and easier leeway, the better the economy gets because they use that strength to go hire more people to ba- to add to the economy to balance everything. I mean, it, it's so simple, you know, and the people that don't think that these tax cuts aren't going to help and it's you know, going to be misery and it's all about, it's because selfish Trump doesn't care about it. I mean, shut up. Seriously. Trump is the greatest thing to happen to our country. He really is. He really is. And I've, I've been a Trump supporter since day one. I, I live in Phoenix, Arizona. I've been to every single rally. I've, I've, I've been front row. I've, I've, you know, been so close and, you know, going to all these events, it, it's, there's nothing like it. There, yeah, there's thousands and thousands of people, biggest rallies uh, I've ever seen in any political hit candidate by far, you know, and Trump's fan base, you know, is just going to keep growing, growing, growing. These tax cuts will show everyone how the Democrats are fraud, frauds and how the Democrats are, were liars you know, to the American people. I mean, the proof will be in the pudding. People will see their taxes. People will see their saving, earning more money. People will see that they can feed their family and take their family on more trips and, you know, have a better life. You know, it's all going to, this is all going to happen. It's all going to happen, folks. All right. I want to switch topics a little bit. Um, Let's go into this Mueller investigation. I mean, so many things are biased, corrupt, evil, and criminal about this investigation from Mueller's then. He's the one that is, that is all of that. We all know Trump's innocent. We all know Trump has nothing to hide. We all know Trump had nothing to do with Russia. We all know crooked Hillary and her cronies made this up because they wanted to uh, try to control the outcome of the election. They wanted to uh, try to jeopardize and sabotage Trump's chances of winning. This is a total witch hunt. There's no doubt about it. Trump's absolutely right when he says this is a witch hunt. It was made up by Crooked Hillary. We know Comey. We know Mueller. We know that, you know, 
um, you know, is involved with um, with all of this. Uh, you know, and, and the fact that there's not an honest investigation and there's um, it, it, it's so, you know, biased and one-sided and, you know, it, it's it's one of those things where we lost trust in the FBI. We really did. I mean, the FBI has, um, w- with their corruption and their, um, you know, various tactics and their various uh, smearings of Trump and their scandals, I mean, we, why is this Russia investigation even still going on? They've wasted $7 million of taxpayers' money. They, they don't have anything. Now, now they're, going, they're crossing the line and not even staying in the political um, realm. And, you know, they're not even staying on the Russia investigation. Now they're going to Trump's business bank accounts, what he's done in the – like, how is that any of Mueller's fucking business? That's none of his business what Trump does with it, did in his business transactions in the past. And they're trying to go through Jared Kushner's banking. I mean, it's absolutely atrocious. And they're trying to get all these different, you know, uh, uh, files uh, from Trump's past. Uh, you know, this is so malicious. This is an, a thing out for Donald Trump. This is not even an honest investigation. Nothing honest about this Russia investigation. The real Russia investigation is Hillary Clinton and the Uranium One deal. That's the real Russia investigation, Hillary Clinton and the Uranium One deal. That's what we should be looking into. Hillary and the Obama administration selling 20% of our uranium to Russia, to Putin. And I find it so odd and, and kind of funny that Trump has never had any sort of connection to Putin, but all these Democrats have. And when Trump won the election, it's Russia, 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 Russia. Shut up. Like, you dumb Democrats are, like, you guys are, for believing, you know, Chuck Schumer or Nancy Pelosi and all those, you know, whatever they are, and Bernie, Bernie, Bernie Sanders. I mean, you guys, go, seriously, like, get a brain. You... I mean, people with knowledge and logic and rationale know that this Russia investigation with Hillary was a total setup. It was a total lie. It's a total crack of shit. There's nothing factual about Trump merging, connecting with Russia in any shape or form. And whenever I hear somebody talk about it, whenever I hear somebody say Russia, 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 they shut up very quickly. They shut up very quickly. I'll tell you that. It's so easy to destroy a liberal with facts. It's so easy. Liberals are the most whiniest snowflakes. Like, it's almost, I mean, it doesn't get any wimpier and um, sadder in life than being a liberal. Literally. Liberals are are children. They're they're children. Just think about this. Okay. I'm Chuck Schumer. I'm going to give you all free health care. I'm going to give you free welfare. I'm going to give you food stamps. I'm going to give you Section 8. I'm going to tell you until you keep voting for all of us. Bernie, I'm going to take everybody's money, and I'm going to give it to everybody else that doesn't earn it, that sits on their ass, and has 10 kids with 10 different baby mamas. 
I mean, that's what the Democratic Party is, giving other people's wealth away. That's what they do. And the fact that people even still take, you, take their credibility is, is, is baffling to me. It's disgusting, and it's absolutely um, – it, 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 it's one of those things where, you know, it goes, it goes to IQ. It goes, it goes to how low their IQ. It really does. But going back to this Russia thing, the fact that anybody buys into it, um, you know, it, it's like a, it's like literally, it's like a comedy movie. We all know there's not, we all know there's nothing there, but it's a funny show to watch. I mean, it, you know, and I mean, let's talk about Rosenstein. Um, you know, last, a couple of weeks ago, he was getting interrogated uh, by the Justice Department, and. Um, you know, in, well, in front of, in front of um, you know, the House and, and Congress and in front of everybody. And, you know, he got, he got asked all these questions, you know, about how his involvement with, you know, um, with, with the FBI, uh, you know, getting this fake Russia dossier. dossier. And, and, he, and he kept deflecting on the question. And he looked scared. If you look, looked at him in this chair, he looked very scared. And like he didn't know what to say, and it was, and you could just, you can tell. And then there's so many reports that Rosenstein, you know, knew about, you know, this FBI fake dossier about Trump and Russia. And you know, this was all with during the, you know, Obama, Hillary, Comey, they're all tied in together. And then we had that FBI guy, uh, Peter Stork, that was having an affair uh, with another FBI woman, and they were exchanging text messages back and forth. Uh, about about Trump bias about and even before the election, they uh, were there were comments leaked that uh, Peter Stork said that uh, you know Trump can't win this election. We got to stop him. You know, so so many things add up to the corruption of this FBI investigation. Uh, you know how there's they have it out for Trump. You know they want they want to bury Trump. They don't want Trump in office, you know, because they, it's so, it's so visible. It's so apparent. Like, it's so, it's easy to see. No, you know, I think one of the biggest reasons, they can't control Trump. Trump gets to make his all his own decisions. Trump is making amazing decisions. Trump is making America great again. He's doing amazing things for this country like no other. And Washington doesn't want to see that. D.C., the swamp in D.C. is evil, it's corrupt, and Mueller and, and Rosenstein and Comey, I mean, they're all attached to it. They really are. And if you think about what Comey and Hillary and Rosenstein and Obama are all guilty of, it's obstruction of justice. They cleared Hillary Clinton for political gain. They cleared Hillary Clinton when they knew that she was guilty. We knew about the exoneration letter. We knew how it was fabricated, how they, we knew all this, how they purposely wanted her to be president. And it's absolutely, it makes me feel sick that we have, we had a Justice Department, an FBI, we still do some of them, that we can't trust. All this backdoor corruption needs to stop. Trump, Trump needs to do something about this Mueller investigation 
Trump's attorneys are already are already dealing with it. But I, you know, I don't like, you know, Mueller going into the personal life of of um, of Donald Trump and what he's done in his business. It's none of their. It's not their concern. What he did in the past in his business. That's when he ran his businesses. That's his all his decisions. So you know, uh, and we all know when Peter Stork, when he was drafting the exoneration letter, I was talking about that. Switched the wording. The wording from grossly negligent to extremely careless. I mean, I mean, people, if that's any indication, I mean, come on. And now we have, you know, a guy involved in the Mueller investigation named uh, Schneiderman. Schneiderman. He won a $20 million lawsuit over Trump University um, a few years back. And uh, he, we all, it's visible and we all know, everybody knows it. He has a vengeance and a grudge, um, you know, against Trump. He absolutely does. And so the fact that he's attached to the investigation, um, you know, is more indication of bias, bias and corruption. And, you know, something needs to happen. Something needs, you know, to come of, um, you know, dealing with this, these FBI, CI, rats. They are part of the swamp. Trump has been doing a good job of draining the swamp. He's done it significantly, but there's still a lot more people there that need to fuck, need to go. Need to go. They really do. Whew. All right. I want to switch topics a little bit. Um, so AP Politics voted uh, the top story this year was President Trump versus the NFL. Oh my God. This is great. Trump, I mean, if you if you look at everything Trump's had an impact on, you know, I'm going to start somewhere else first, but look at Hollywood. Look at all these politician scandals. Look at all these Hollywood scandals. These sex scandals uh, in Hollywood and D.C., all these would have never came out if Hillary Clinton would have got elected. Trump got elected. Part of him draining the swamp, I strongly believe, wasn't just D.C. It was Hollywood. It was all the corrupt characters that are involved with all these politicians, with all these D.C. Uh, people. And, you know, we all know these Hollywood actors, they're very involved, uh, especially uh, on the left, uh, you know, with, with certain things that, uh, you know, aren't honest and, uh, you know, very dirty. So the fact that that, like, it was, it's an epidemic. I mean, Trump, and it, it, more people are going to keep coming out. I mean, it's just going to keep happening, and it's a, it's it's awesome. I mean, it, it's so great that Trump created this awareness and shined this light at giving these people, um, you know, a sense of freedom and a, and a sense of clarity in a way that they can feel like they can, you know, tell their story, you know. And God bless that. Um, but going back to this President Trump versus the NFL, if you look at Trump, you know, the impact he had on the NFL this year. If you look at all of this, I mean, he did. Ticket sales are almost are like almost half. They're they're literally they they only they can only sell like sixty percent of tickets. I mean, stadiums are half empty, um, and it's all because of the kneeling. It's all because of these these entitled millionaire athletes that you know. Uh, would we would be working a normal job if they weren't you know millionaire uh, entitled scumbags you know kneeling 
for the national anthem. It's totally disrespectful, totally uncalled for, and it's not the right message. Even if they're trying to send a message, if you want to help the black community, if you want to shine light in the African-American area, go to Chicago where where there's been thousands of murders. Go to Detroit where there's been thousands of murders. Go to the project where you can make a difference. Go somewhere else. But people don't go to football games to watch your fucking bullshit. They really don't. Your kneeling is not doing anything but hurting yourself. And eventually it will have these athletes being lower, uh, lower paid. To not much, but it will. Because the people, you know, don't want the, the flag disrespected. People go to sporting events to watch sports. They don't go there to uh, think about politics or see any sort of politics. They really don't. And the fact that these NFL players are, you know, and they say police brutality. Do people realize in 2016 only 16 black people were shot by cops? You are 2,000 times more likely to get shot if you're black to get shot by another black man. It's the truth. And these NFL players, for what? They're kneeling for just because they can and they're entitled. And they feel like, you know, they feel all this sort of, you know, special treatment. And they don't care about our, our veterans and people that have fought on the battlefield and, and sweat their blood, sweat, and tears for our country. They, these people in our military fought for our freedom so these guys could play their game and make millions of dollars. It's not these athletes think it's about them kneeling. It's not about them. It's about our heroes. That's the truth. When I hear any ignorant, you know, Black Lives Matter activists or any, any stupid person say, you know, they're kneeling for black rights. Well, wait, when you, you guys don't even kneel when a black person kills another black person. And that's 2,000 more likely, 2,000 times more likely to happen. And that happens every, every day. Hundreds of black people shoot another black person a day. You don't even, it doesn't even, you don't even see a white person shoot a black person every day. But there's hundreds of black people that shoot other, shoot black people every day. Black on black crime. And black guys, man, he doesn't talk about that. It's the most hypocrisy at its finest. If you want to help your community, why don't you take action on the black on black crime? Why don't you help these Members that are ending up in prison and don't have fathers and, you know, these single mothers that sleep around and have 10 kids. Why don't you go do that, NFL players? Why don't, if you, you always say your community, your community, your community, then go help it. Because you kneeling for one minute during a national anthem is doing nothing but causing division in this country. And that's the reason these football stadiums are halfway full. No, and you know what? Trump was absolutely right. If they kneel, you get that son of a bitch off the field. You really do. Yank him off the field. By his ear. Serious. There is no, absolutely no tolerance for disrespecting our country and our veterans. None. And, you know, 
I'm, this was the top story because when you looked at Trump on Twitter and all his interviews, he made such an impact on the NFL, scaring owners. Uh, fans were fans understood what Trump was saying about our military being disrespected, our country being disrespected, all this different, all these various things that you know that matter. I mean, respect your country before you respect a game. And people understand Trump's message. People understand that these players have no right to kneel. They should be standing with their hand over their heart. Every other sane and decent human being. It's the tr- I mean, seriously. You, like, you, there's no excuse for kneeling. I... I, I, and these owners, you know, they're the ones that are suffering, the owners and the players. And, you know, these because tickets are, are, are dropped so badly. And we all know majority of people that buy NFL tickets, most of them are Republicans. We all know that. So if you're shooting, if you're shooting or pushing away your main base, that's a problem, NFL. You're in decline, NFL. I mean, you know, people, you know, Mark Cuban made a great point the other day when he said, somebody asked him, Mark, do you ever, would you ever buy an NFL team? And he's like, why would I ever buy into the NFL? It's in massive decline. And he's right. Even, even Mark Cuban and, and so many other billionaires and businessmen and, uh, you know, well-known names have said Trump's impact – Trump has had a major, major big league impact on the NFL. The NFL is suffering because of Trump speaking the truth and authenticity about proper traditional American values. You know, these players would not have a job if it wasn't for us fans. The reason they're successful is because of us fans. They really are. We go to support their their game. They should show us the same respect. And, you know, this Trump story all year, you know, um, week after week, ratings kept going down for NFL on TV. Uh, Stadium tickets dropped. I mean, everything, it was like a pattern. It's it's destruction for the NFL. It really is. It absolutely is. And, you know, like I said, they're only hurting themselves. And, you know, a new report came out that the NFL is canceling their last um, uh, nationally televised game this week, this weekend. They haven't done that in years. What does that tell you? And, you know, ugh. So many different things that the NFL is, uh, it's a sinking ship. It really is. It truly is, guys. Uh, and just, and it, if you look at how many players kneeled, over 200 players kneeled this year. 200 players. Over 200. It's still, you know, still a small amount of, of the NFL, but enough 
like we've seen to cause a big impact and, uh, you know, a drastic decline. And I also want to mention this. Blacks, you know, they, they bitch about black brutality and police brutality. And I said, you know, they don't, they never talk about black on black crime, which is the biggest problem in this country. If you identify it, but 16% of the population is is African-American. They make up over 50% of the crimes over 50, five, zero football players talking about that, trying to go help that situation, trying to make some sort of, you know, difference or some like do something to, to benefit, you know, a cause that could drop, you know, help drop this sort of crime, these crimes, and keep these boys out of prison, keep these people out of prison. Like, and, and we're starting to see it with Trump. We're starting to see Trump and, you know, Ben Carson. Ben Carson is the head of HUD, and he's doing a great job. They're both doing great jobs. They really are. All, it's all visible. It really is. Oh, where was I? Before I go, I want to mention that uh, the special election race in Alabama um, they're, they're going to do a recount and, um, I have, um, a source that I work with at Powell Media, um, that I'll keep you all up to date, um, on about Roy Moore and the situation, but things are looking good. It could turn, um, I'll know more, uh, in the next day or so. Um, and I will, uh, it's, it's really, um, I heard really good news. Um, it's very, very positive for us conservatives and, and for the Senate. Um, and I want to keep, I'll keep you all posted, like I said, but anyways, guys, um, I'm Rory Sauter. Um, bye for now. God bless. I'll see you tomorrow. Cheers. We assembled here today are issuing a new decree to be heard in every city, in every foreign capital and in every hall of power from this day forward. A new vision will govern our land. From this day forward, it's going to be only America first. America first. Every decision on trade, on taxes, on immigration, on foreign affairs will be made to benefit American workers and American families. We must protect our borders from the ravages of other countries making our products, stealing our companies, and destroying our jobs. Protection will lead to great prosperity and strength. I will fight for you with every breath in my body And I will never, ever let you down.
Hey guys, thank you for watching the Rory Sauter Show, home of America's Man of the Hour and home of America's Biggest Trump Supporter. Be sure to follow me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. I'll see you tomorrow, everybody. Cheers.